Welcome to Transform with Dr. Maggie Yu, the show about how to become a pilot and not a passenger in your health and in your life. Hey, everybody, welcome. Today, we're talking about are you lost and confused as a parent or parents of children with autoimmune disease? Or in this particular case, we're talking about PANDAS, which is an infection associated with also autoimmune disease as well. So are you lost and confused? And do you realize how isolating that is? What is the solution? Is there even a way out of this? How can you help yourself and how can you help your children? That's what we're talking about today. I'm Dr. Maggie Yu and I'm an integrative MD. We specialize in that. We have a program, an online program for transforming autoimmune disease naturally. And of course, this isn't just regular autoimmune disease. We're also talking about symptoms and infections associated with autoimmune disease, such as PANDAS. Today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be interviewing Selena and Keith Jones, the Joneses. And what I want to quickly say is let's do a quick disclaimer which is that this this video is not to treat or diagnose any any diseases, but we're here for educational purposes. So Selena and Keith Jones have been dealing with Blaze, who's been diagnosed with pandas. This was, uh, I think, what six or nine months ago. Yeah, about eight months ago. Right. I'm gonna let them. T- I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and give you a little bit of background of what uh, what started this whole thing for their family. All right. Well, um, I'm Selena, and uh, uh, March of this year. Our son, Blaze, who's nine, suddenly overnight started developing severe obsessive compulsive disorders, tics, severe anxiety. And basically, he was a completely new child. Uh, the best way I can explain it is that he, it seemed that he became autistic, where he was a perfectly normal, thriving eight-year-old boy. And then within a day, he completely changed. His demeanor changed. He he was he was quiet. He was asking strange questions. He was uh, washing his hands constantly, counting constantly, and uh, it was pretty terrifying to uh, see your son change. We didn't know. I asked my mom, you know, did we do any of that when we were kids? And she didn't. She didn't have any advice to give, and um, you know, we were just kind of lost as to what changed in him. I think this is a really good time to talk about. Like, I think there's really almost a special pain that comes with being a parent of dealing with a child with pandas or autoimmunity. Why? Because I think it's hard enough ourselves dealing with autoimmune disease if you have it yourself, but at least you're responsible for yourself and you can know what you feel. I mean, I think for me, like, especially, and those of you who are parents with kids with autoimmunity or symptoms, you know this, which is that it's really, children number one is, is that they can't verbalize what's wrong with them. Number two is you're watching them suffer. If you're lost about yourself and in treatment for yourself or how to deal with yourself, that's different. But when you're watching your child suffer and they're looking to you and you don't know what to do about it, I mean, that's a whole level pain for you as a parent. There was one point where Blaze said to me, Mom, why is this happening to me? Why does this have to happen to me? In between his sobs, every night he would go into hysterics. And one night he said, Mom, why is this happening to me? And to look at him and say, I don't know why, son, is the hardest thing to do as a parent because all I want to do is protect him. All I want to do is make sure that he gets better and have him not feel confused or in pain. And I have no idea what's going on and I don't know how to make it better and I don't know why it's happening to him. And so, yeah, when you're responsible for that little person who doesn't know what's going on but has to deal with these things it's very isolating. And Keith and I, we only, we know Blaze at a certain level. So even when we would explain 
to others what's happening, they would say, but he looks great. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he, he's acting normal or he's just a little more quiet. Well, he was a little more quiet because he could, didn't want to start those vocal tics that he would start as he started talking. So he just mm-hmm. in public wouldn't say anything. He didn't want to go over to his friend's houses. Uh, you know, he, he just wanted to stay home. He didn't want to go outside. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to eat. Personality was changing. Oh yeah. He was, he wasn't, it wasn't Blaze. It, it just wasn't Blaze. Blaze, let's tell our audience how old Blaze is. He just turned nine in October. Okay, so in what grade is he in? Fourth? Third? Yeah. Fourth. Okay. Fourth grade. Okay. And then once you knew that, okay, there's seriously something wrong, what was it like going to the specialist trying to figure out what was wrong? I had to suggest to our pediatrician, well, first we're thinking maybe as a brain tumor because his personality changed so drastically. Mm-hmm. So then I'm thinking, okay, well, preparing myself for that kind of news. But it just had happened that I, Keith and I late one night Googled sudden onset OCD and it pulled up pandas. I read the explanation and I said, oh my gosh, that's it. And it just, and I had the pediatrician's appointment the next day. Mm-hmm. And so when I went in, I just told her the symptoms. I just told her exactly what happened. And she looked about as confused as I did. And then I said, well, have you heard of pandas? And she says, oh yeah, I've heard of it. Do you think maybe we can look more into it since you don't have any starting point? <laughs> and she was open to it, but... It was a guessing game. It was a guessing. Yeah. Well, and then once you figured out, like you decided to go down the route of pandas, how many specialists did you have to see? Well, we saw the pediatric neurologist just to make sure that it wasn't a uh, brain tumor, which mm-hmm. that came all out. And then we saw another special, a panda specialist down um, in San Diego. In San Diego. It was kind of a guessing game with that too. Yeah. They would try certain things and then it would make them flare. And whenever she would tell us to try something, I would get really scared because I knew it was going to every, every time before he would flare. So I, we couldn't do that anymore. So what I'm hearing is it sounded like even the treatments that were being offered um, to you, you felt like was actually making him worse. Yeah. So you didn't trust the advice that you were given because it seemed to make things worse. And then you had mentioned to me when we first talked that then you tried looking at diet and other things yourself and supplements yourself. And that's when you actually started to see some improvement. Yeah. Right. Basically we, Keith and I did a ton of research. We scoured the internet for every possible blog post, hub meds. You know, we were doing our research as every free moment we had basically and trying to get to the to the root cause because you know with any disease that's where it lies is is fixing the actual root cause and yeah. instead of symptomatically trying to apply you know a certain diagnosis and basically you know cover it up actually getting to the root cause cuz you know we don't want our kid to be like that for the rest of his life that's that's the main thing is we didn't want to have to deal with this or him, for, for him to have to deal with this for the rest of his life mm-hmm. well i think that's a really good point you brought up keith which is this whole thing about root cause like it's almost like because some a lot of kids with pandas will actually test with symptoms of pandas will test negative for the strep infection which was blaze's case yes yeah. he's he tested negative then you're lost, right? You're like, he has all the symptoms that qualify for that diagnosis, but he doesn't have a blood test to qualify it. And I think you were at the point where you were like, I don't even care what the name or what the actual diagnosis is. How the heck do we fix my child? Yep. What is causing this problem? And what you're saying was that you said the functional, the conventional regular approach wasn't giving you the why, mm-hmm. what the cause was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's where we were when we met. This is like eight weeks ago we met. 
I mean, close to that. And so one of the, one of the questions I'm going to ask you is you've just gone through our eight week online program. You just graduated in our group educational online group coaching program. So right now, a lot of people, before we go into how we did this, want to know where are you at now? I mean, after this eight week online program with us, where are you at right now? Where's Blaze at right now? What are the outcomes? Well, I'll say that it was two weeks ago. Uh, Blaze says, mom, I've noticed that I don't feel anything strange anymore. I think the program worked. <laughs> I mean, what better what better outcome is that? But there was there was a lingering t- vocal tick that he had. Every day we would hear it, every day. And even going through the program, and I'm like, okay, when that tick goes away, I'll be able to say that this program was a success. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been gone for two weeks. <laughs> it's been gone for two weeks. Amazing. I think that was one, Selena, I think that was one of the questions you asked me. How could I, how do you know what the, uh, what would, how would you judge what a successful outcome for Blaze would be like in your program? And I go, you tell me. Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, I think you watch Kate Byers interview and Kate, um, after son Eli had pandas as well. And Kate was talking about how Eli had a vocal tick, like woot, like he'd be doing a little woot, you know, what was Blaze, what was, what was Blaze's tick? He'd have to say, okay, okay, okay. To everything. Okay. okay, okay. He had to repeat it three times. That's a dramatic difference, yeah. right? So, okay, awesome. So right now what you're saying is you, for Blaze, Blaze says to you, uh, to you, both of you, okay, I think this program is working because I'm feeling better. Nothing weird is happening. What you're noticing is some of the vocal tics are gone. What about the anxiety and the OCD? That went away pretty quickly, actually, in the beginning of the program. Once we started uh, changing diet and all of that, the anxiety and the flare-ups, because he would flare up if anyone around or was sick, that's when he would flare up, you know. And since we got onto the diet, you know, we've been around some people that are sick. Uh, his uncle, you know, was sick with the flu and he was around it, no flare-up. And that was probably, uh, I think, about halfway through through the program. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was really, for me, that was the big test besides the vocal mm-hmm. tick you know, was if he's around someone that's sick, because every time it had happened over the past, you know, eight months, anyone was sick or had a cold, you know, going to the park or whatever, there's a sick kid there. And then that night, anxiety, crazy, sobbing. And you guys are freaked out that somebody around you or one of you were getting sick. And you have a big family. You've got a lot of kids. Yeah. Yeah, we got six. We have six. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if one person was sick, you're like sitting there on pins and wheels. I would quarantine them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They could never I, be around anyone. Children with six kids in the house. I know it's impossible, but I tried. <laughs> so that's that the point. It was driving you guys nuts. Yeah. yeah. Where were you emotionally when we met like eight weeks ago? Where were you emotionally prior to this program? I was a wreck for me. I was afraid of doing something wrong, not doing enough. I was afraid that he was going to be like this forever. I was even afraid of our house. Like I was convinced that something in the house was, you know, maybe we had mold or something. So it just, everything was making me afraid. And basically it, we kind of became hermits. Like I I didn't want to go out anywhere. We didn't do play dates. We didn't do anything because I didn't want him to get sick or we just kind of hung out at home and didn't venture out and do much because I was just afraid. So I have a question for you guys. I'm hearing where the outcomes are right now. If so, I had told you eight weeks ago that this is where you guys would be eight weeks later with these with this level of outcome. Would you believe? Would you have believed me? No. No. Mm-mm. That's pretty emphatic, Keith. Yeah. I thought I'm trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not just that. It's just you know 
with, with any with any program or you know, anything that you go through, you know, it all sounds great. But you know, when you go through life and you just have letdown after letdown after letdown, you don't let your your hopes get too high. So mm-hmm. so that's that's why I was a little bit emphatic about it. But so you're well, confirmed that you're gonna join this program and get let down. Yeah. We were cautious, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. because, we, uh, well, it's, it's, it's our son, first off, you know, that we're mm-hmm. dealing with here. And we were very hopeful of this program specifically because I don't remember what it was, what, what ad or to, Selena had seen. Oh, on Facebook. On I Facebook saw or whatever, your you know, post on Facebook. it was specifically having to do with root cause. And then I said, okay, well, we got, we, we have to at least try this because that's what I was searching for all along. So I was hopeful, but still cautious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the other question I have is how much money did you guys spend on the prior six months before joining this program, going down, you know, extra testing, additional supplements? Um, how many red herring roads or rabbit holes did you go into? What was the cost of that? Thousands of dollars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's expensive being sick and lost. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's expensive yeah. to stay sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So thousands of dollars in, feeling really lost. You're in. You come into the program, hoping and praying it's going to work, and then you and then you're eight weeks later. We know where you're at now, and so one of the questions everybody wants to know is how? How did you do this? What were the linchpins that were like? Okay, this is the why for Blaze. The big linchpin was the infection. The infection in his gut that created a leaky gut environment that then caused his immune system to go into overdrive and attack everything that he, he ate because his uh, gut was so compromised. So infection was the big thing. So what I'm hearing is this though, is that you've been to the pediatric neurologist, you've been to various specialists, but the issue is, is that there seems to be a lack of focus on the underlying gut issue involved with pandas or any autoimmune disease in children. Because did anyone really address the gut with you? No, I actually asked the pediatrician. I said, do you think that it could possibly be something in his gut? Uh, You know, like, have you heard of leaky gut? I always have to preface myself. Have you heard of leaky gut? (laughs) The moment you say it. Right. And she kind of looked at me like, I've heard of it. No, I don't think it could be that. Okay. (laughs) Do you even know what it is that I'm talking about? No, they have no training in that. Yeah. So... Maybe she looked it up after I left and just so that she would have an answer next time she gets asked that. I don't know. But um, okay. yeah. So yeah. we've talked about how, it, so, so what I'm hearing is dealing, dealing, understanding that there's a huge role. I mean, to me, the, that's a missing holy grail piece in pandas, which is that people, it's an infection by strep, but it's not that the strep infection itself is the problem. It's triggering a lot of attack into other areas, especially brain. So that's why it affects psychology and neurology in children. It's because it triggers other attack on other parts of the body, which is exactly what autoimmune disease is. It's your body attacking itself. But strep itself can be triggering, right? So, but that's why for me, not understanding that this is just not just a strep infection of the throat or something, that there's actually a bigger issue. And for you was the infection in the gut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And that to me, you said, uh, honestly, you said by the second or third week, there was already changes in the anxiety. Huge. Yes. Yeah. And you've been trying to get that for 10 months prior. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing I didn't, uh, I forgot to mention is that he mm-hmm. did, he had developed eczema and that eczema was gone within the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's within the first couple of weeks, there were already changes that you hadn't been able to get spending thousands and thousands of dollars and 10 months and all your own research and all the specialist research. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. How important, we talk about how isolating this is for you guys as parents. And just so you guys know, I went through a very similar thing with my own child when he was one. 
my child had hand, foot and mouth infection at the age of one. And overnight, that kid changed completely. And he ended up being diagnosed with Asperger's, which is autism spectrum later. But I totally get this when, you know, suddenly it's like one day you have a perfectly healthy child and the next it's like all these tics, anxiety, night terrors, OCD, boom, it's just a completely different child. But he looked normal. He looked the same. People thought I was crazy. Right. So this is a really isolating experience for parents. So what was it like going through this program with a small community of the people that went through the program with you? What was it like to actually have a community now of people that went through this process with you? Well, it was great to feel like I wasn't crazy. You're not. And that there were people out there who are dealing with the same things, but then also that they're looking for the same things as far as in healing themselves. Like, I guess they aren't appeased by the status quo of the uh, conventional medicine. They're, they want to look and see what is deeper and be able to find the root causes, which is where we were at. So there's like-minded people out there in the group that were a big support. And learning from their experiences put my mind at ease a lot that yeah. I'm not imagining things because I was already heightened emotionally. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is a common experience. I was in the exact same place when my son was one. From the age of one to like six, I was in the exact same place. No one even thought something was wrong, right? No. Couple, so the community was a really important piece. And now that you've graduated the program, you're in the alumni group with all the people that have been through our program. What's that in that group like versus just in any other online support group for autoimmune disease or pandas? Like, how, why, what's the big difference being in our alumni group? I, I think there's a lot of like in, in the regular group, it's okay. I want to find out this and I want to find out that. And what about this? And what, you know, a lot of questioning the process, but you really bring us back down to earth and it's like, no, trust the process, go, you know, week by week. And so it kind of teaches us to just chill out a little bit. And so the alumni group is awesome because everyone just shares their wins of all the hard work that they've done through the, through the program. And so, you know, most every day there's someone posting, you know, some fun stuff about, you know, results or even little recipes, which are really helpful, by the way, recipes are helpful. And it's a really close community. We've all gone through this, this program, all, we've all gone through it, some of us together. And so we have that in common. And that's something that I don't share with most of the rest of my family. So another question that people are going to post to you guys is they, people say that this program is expensive. Okay. And I'm going to, and we're going to talk about that because from what you guys have told me, the amount of money that you spent in the six months prior to coming to this program was equal to what this program, what you had spent on the program. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, which is expensive, spending what you did and the time that you did those six months or spending what you did and doing what you did the the past eight weeks and getting, what's expensive? Well, first of all, compare the two. Can you even compare the two? Which one's expensive? Yeah, you can. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of a no brainer. We wish we would have found the program first so that we wouldn't have spent all that money. And then, you know, we'd be where we're at right now instead of basically spending double. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even if we would have paid triple, it would have been worth it because, because of the outcome. I mean, ultimately, you know, it's our child. So it's, it's, it's priceless. You know, you really can't put a price on, on your child's health. But also the knowledge we gained. So much knowledge for for us and our entire family 
in fact, we found a lot of symptoms of infection in, in, in all of us. So we all did the thing. We all are doing the kill together with Blaze because we all need it. Would I have ever thought that I had some kind of infection? No, not until I went through that checklist. And I'm like, dang it, that's me for sure. So this has affected the entire family. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really, you know, even though the program costs a certain amount and it was for Blaze, uh, when you factor in there, we're a family of eight uh, and we all benefited from it, you know, and we'll have that knowledge going forward uh, mm-hmm. that we can always go back and, and look at, you know, yeah, it's, it really is priceless. Yeah. We yeah. have the tools and there's a plan and there's a system. When you're functioning yeah. without a system, you just feel a whole bunch of crazy. And so the system the plan, the data are priceless. A lot of people don't know what our program is about. And for those of you who don't know what our program is about, you can go to the website link that you see it below, but really what, um, and there's a, there's a free training. And what we're talking about is that we really have a system I call five pieces that really the five major tools that we do is, is that we use data. We use education. We use live coaching. There's an active support of the community and there's mindset work that you do. These are all the pieces that you actually need to actually master autoimmune disease, not just for you, but for your children. So really, where on the planet, have, I mean, and you guys looked far and everywhere. Is there anywhere that uses all five of these tools to have you master all the things that you need to turn around autoimmune disease for Blaze? No. 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 No, nobody's doing this. Mm-mm. Nobody's crazy enough to do this. <laughs> <laughs> But as a mother who has had a child that has gone through this exact same scenario, I totally get it, right? And for me personally, I was like, there has to be a better way than this hell that I've been living day after day, year after year. And you guys went through it six months. I went through it for the first 13 13 years of my child's life, really clueless and lost. So the entire Jones's family is having a huge positive changes, tools, and a plan and system. Yes. Okay. So huge, big change. So now my question for you is there's a lot of parents who are out there who are lost with me watching this video. I mean, there's going to be tons of views of this video by the end of this week. And Mike, my, do you have any advice or suggestions to other parents who are dealing with children with autoimmune disease or pandas? Do you have any advice for them? Like, what would, would you wish you had heard or if you were watching this video two months ago? I wish we would have heard that you have to look for the root cause. Yes. However you decide to search for that, but don't continue to put band-aids on symptoms. Yeah. Look deeper than that because it's more than that. I think if, yeah, if we would have heard that initially, maybe we would have skipped some of the things that we, we tried before. And maybe we could have gotten us to your program a little bit sooner. But I think that we're so conditioned to, we're a symptom-based society. And so we forget that there is a re- there's reasons why we are having these symptoms. We always forget that. So I think if, we, if I would have heard that before, we would have been on the train a little bit sooner. What about you? Do yeah, you know no, that's, that's yeah, yeah, exactly right. And Keith's kind of the hero and the, the hidden hero. I mean, I think you're super humble, but the, to be to be honest, like father of six children and dealing with Blaze, dealing with Selena's anxiety about all this and having your own anxiety and feeling lost with this and being responsible for your financially for your entire tribe. That's huge. This was not a small endeavor for you. You had to put in a lot of extra hours to pay for his uh, all the stuff before the program. 
and to also pay for the program now. I mean, this is, I think, Keith, I mean, honestly, a huge hand of applause to you because this is a family affair and you really, I mean, you played full out and half the calls you were on, Keith, and if you weren't on it, you listened to them afterwards. So the two of you, honestly, amazing, amazing parents who are willing to be decisive and commit to doing something huge and who do it together, get amazing outcomes. So I want to just tell you guys, literally, I mean, we deal with a lot. We talk to a lot of parents. We talk to a lot of people on immune disease, but a dynamic couple like this with the level of support that you guys have together is probably one in 20. Wow. Yeah. And that's being really honest, you know? So that's why for me, it's really important. We're very, we're very choosy about who we work with in the program. We don't go for numbers. It's really about quality and with a small number of people. So it's a huge thing that we're training you guys to do this, but it's also so gratifying to me to pick the right people like the two of you so that you guys, I knew you guys were going to get this outcome. I knew it, but, and I, I think I even gave you a little smirk. You're like, what kind of outcome am I going to get? How am I going to know? I'm going, don't worry. I know. I know. <laughs> Congratulations, you two. And thank you so much for coming on. So for those of you, please, uh, who don't know much about our program, please go ahead and watch our free training. Book a call with us. Uh, we also do, we do phone calls to learn more about you to figure out whether this is a good fit or not. Because as again, we don't work with all comers. We're very selective about who we choose to work with. And we, I like to say, we like to pick people who are going to kick out take names and chew bubblegum and here are the joneses <laughs> joneses <laughs> those are the two that are going to kick that have been kicking ass taking names and chewing bubblegum and thank you so much for being on this interview with us and for sharing this um i know this is not easy it's a very intimate details about your family and you don't even talk about this sometimes even with your own family thank you maggie for it's a pleasure having both of you at blazing our program and i'm so glad that not only blaze is getting better but all of you are getting better Thanks for your support in raising awareness and sharing this. To learn more about our program, visit drmaggieu.com forward slash talk.